And so we were asking Jay in 2018, man, how do you deal with it? And he took us through like every recession he survived through, which is pretty much all of them. And uh, it was good. We were able to prepare early. So again, don't just coast through this time. Ask us questions. Let us coach you. Let us guide you. Unless you're already making all the money you want or you are, you are actually growing like we are, don't let your, your ego prevent you from asking questions because this is a very significant opportunity. You're listening to The Traffic and Funnel Show. I think today we, we need to talk a little bit. We need to teach a little bit. And then we need to do some Q&A because um, I think it's pretty rare to have access to uh, the right information, the right guidance. And we want to provide that to people over the next 30 minutes or so. Uh, Chris, how are you doing, first and foremost? In I'm this, fantastic. Uh, in this bright blip of history of the world. I'm fantastic, dude. I feel like... I mean, honestly, nothing's really changed for me. <laughs> yeah, you've been a prepper for a long time. I've been a prepper for a long time. I've social distanced for a long time. And my <laughs> wife said, now I have an excuse for it. So, hey, what has happened to our revenue this month compared to this month last year? Uh, it's up. It's gone up. Cash collected is up. Cash See, collected we've been preparing for this for a long time. We've been telling our people about this for a long time. Of course, not the virus. But just the the economic side of it uh, and the pullback, and it looks like this is going to put us into a recession. Finally, a bit overdue, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we what we've been telling our clients is be prepared. Make sure that you're lean, you're mean, uh, you have your systems dialed in, you have your war chests of cash. Um, and I think everybody who's a client, they're they're ready to go because typically what you see in history, if you go back. You know, we've studied recessions. We've we've studied economic declines. Uh, you see that a lot of opportunity is is typically born for the people who are looking for the opportunity, right? A lot of opportunity. A lot of people who are looking for it. They are they they are made wealthy. Um, you know, in these circumstances like this. So, um, I think one thing that's really really crucial for people right now is to have the right perspective. At least get the right perspective if you don't have it. You have the option. You have the choice to panic, to worry, to stress out, or look at it as an opportunity to step up, bring value to the world. In exchange for that, um, you can get paid, take care of people, and do really, really well for yourself, your family, your clients, your people. A lot of a lot of people are messaging me, and I'm sure they're messaging you too. And they're asking, um, you know, how are you guys adapting? How are you changing? What are you? What's the strategy difference now versus two months ago? And it's ironic because you know there's that saying that um, uh, bad business problems are not created in recessions; they're created in good times, and they're revealed in bad times. Let me say it again. Your, your business issues are not necessarily created in bad times. They're created in good times and they are revealed in bad times. And it's interesting because I'm telling people we haven't changed anything. Uh, <laughs> nothing's changed. We are operating. The, if the principles and the philosophies and the strategies worked 90 days ago, they likely work now because of how good they were. And if you had yeah. bad principles, bad philosophies, bad strategies, even though they might have worked 90 days ago, they don't work now. And so... 
it sounds a little bit callous to say, but it's a little bit of business as usual for us right now in the traffic and funnels world, in the wealth cap world, in the sales mentor world. Um, because right now the demographics are just switching around where it's like, if you are, let's say you're a freelancer, let's say you help people with advertising, you help people with sales, maybe you help people even, you know, we had a, a couple of clients who are helping people with wedding photographies and they, they help uh, photographers grow their business. You are more necessary now than ever before. But the biggest detriment to you being able to survive and thrive through this is not your market. It is your own fear and your own panic, mm -hmm. and your own mental instability. People got to get a grip, disconnect from the wrong sources and follow the right sources. Real quick, just a reminder, everyone, this is a Q&A podcast. So if you're on here, you'll probably get 50, 60 people on here. Any questions that you have, post them in here and you will help navigate through this podcast because we want to do some coaching. We want to offer some gratis guidance for you. That's a, that's a Jay Abraham <clears throat> word. Gratis. Yep. And um, hey, we actually asked Jay when we first started, man, how do you, this was 2000, what, 2018? I mm -hmm. think like, man, how we were concerned about a recession in 2018. We were just way ahead of it. Because if you study history, and here's another thing. Sorry, I'm going off and rambling. Just giving people. Bro, you know what? Listen, today's your day. Listen, if you study history, there's nothing unprecedented. Nothing is truly unprecedented. Here's what people mean when they say that this is unprecedented. They mean this is unprecedented for our generation. Maybe unprecedented for this century. Maybe unprecedented for this current climate. But we were concerned in 2018 because we had studied history and we see that there's a, there's a recession or a cycle every seven to nine years and we're past that. And so we were asking Jay in 2018, man, how do you deal with it? And he took us through like every recession he survived through, which is pretty much all of them. Uh, <laughs> the of all guy. time. And uh, it was good. We were able to prepare early. So again, don't just coast through this time. Uh, ask us questions. Let us coach you. Let us guide you. Unless you're already making all the money you want or you are, you are actually growing like we are, don't let your, your ego prevent you from asking questions because this is a very significant opportunity we're making available for you. Any, any thoughts on what I, what I just said, Chris? That was great, dude. Thanks, man. It means a lot. Say it again. Say it again for great. the people man, in the back. Listen, it's your so birthday good, month. Man. It's your birthday month, bro. Man, people are like, what did you do for your birthday? I'm like, I quarantined. <laughs> That's what I did for my birthday. I door dashed. And I am still grateful to be alive. People got to get control of their emotions, man. Like, you know what I'm grateful for? I, I woke up this morning and I was grateful for a garage that I could work out in. Even though mm. I miss Lifetime more than anything else. I am visualizing the day that Lifetime Fitness opens back up. But man, how about... I mean, it's day, it, dude, it's, it's essentially a day spa. No, yeah, it's it's everything you've ever wanted for health and fitness, but the ability to dig deep, like the gratitude list is still there, man. You just may have to dig a little bit deeper for it. What an opportunity for you to build the, the gratitude muscle. All right, we got some questions if you want to hit it. Hey, can we just give a few thoughts? Um, can I ask you a question or a couple questions for people who who weren't prepared? People About who, the virus? Uh No. <laughs> Don't, don't open that can of worms. I'm not. Don't protect, worry. protect the people. People who weren't prepared, they weren't a CK or elite client. Uh, they, they weren't in the know. They weren't on the newsletter. Trappingfunnels.com slash insiders access. 
go get it. I mean, seriously, if you're not on the newsletter, what literally, what are you doing with your life? All right. Cheap, basically free. So the people who, the, the people who weren't prepared, what would you say are some, some things that they need to do or they can do right now to position themselves better if we do indeed uh, go into recession uh, for the next six months to 12 months? What are just some top things that they can do to, to put themselves in a good position um, yeah. to thrive? So in a good, in a good economy, uh, that you, can, you can get paid to solve problems that are on, on the extremities. You can get paid to deal with conveniences, okay? And what I'm, I'm taking this to the, to like, I want to imagine the human body as a person's pain threshold for what you're solving. So in a, in a, in a good market where, there, where the velocity of money is high, you can make a good amount of money by solving a scraped knee or you know, maybe a, a cut finger, something that's not a big deal, but it's a convenience and cash is flush if you want to pay for it. In a, in a recession where things pull back, they tighten up, you got to make sure all your focus is, fo- is on solving the bleeding neck. People are going to die if they don't solve this problem. And I think that's the first yeah. thing. What's in your arsenal right now that's not necessary for your market? What are you pushing right now? I talked to somebody who's an elite client and you know they were solving client fulfillment issues as their business. I'm like, dude, that's not going to work right now because people, people don't care. People want clients. Like they're not going to, there's a small percentage who are going to pay you for your client fulfillment, but that's an extremity. It's not the bleeding neck. I think that's the first thing. And then the second thing is think about velocity as one side of the seesaw. And as the seesaw is up, velocity is high. You know what velocity means? Money spins around, changes hands. That's a good economy. The Mm -hmm. amount of offers and the amount of activity that you do can, can be lower. But as velocity goes down, things tilt. And you have to make up for the lack of money changing hands in your offers, your content. Man, we are flooding the market with content right now, first and foremost, because we're really good at it and we actually have good things to say. But secondarily, because velocity slows down a little bit, you want to be able to put new, new offers to market. It's simple math. I think people get so complex and so complicated and because they don't understand how the world works, they yep. fear begins to take over. But you just got to take a step back, man. And, and you guys got to realize that this is solvable. You're going to make it through this. You're going to survive and thrive through this. If you can unfollow and disconnect from the wrong sources and patch into the right sources. And so, you know, you don't want to necessarily be following the news anchor who has no money and they don't know anything about anything, but they're paid yep. to be sensational. You don't want to be following them for business advice. You want to be following the powerhouses the kingpins, the people who are still advancing and still growing, people like us, people like us, people like our friends, our colleagues, and we can maybe compile a list of, that would be a good idea. Let's compile a list. Here's who to follow. Here's maybe a category of who to unfollow over the next few months. I don't know. Maybe that's helpful. I like that. Yeah. Cool. Anything just one, that? Yeah. One tip, one practical tip. Um, I was talking to a friend the other day and I helped him basically come up with a strategy to reduce his personal monthly outlay of cash. Uh, I think about 1500 bucks. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize the different payments and debt they have. They, a lot of times can be restructured, right? Of course, the government's coming out with a lot of programs. We're not sure what they are quite yet. Um, but I think there will be potentially opportunity for you there. But um, with that being said, 
look at your car payments, your credit card, especially if you own a house. Um, you know, it could be pretty simple for you to go get a line of credit, consolidate all of that debt into one payment, one loan, and drastically lower your monthly obligations, which increases your cash flow, just gives you more margin. Um, and so that's something that a lot of people are sitting on right now. I imagine listening to this, our audience that they can do to reduce their, their cash out of pocket every single month, which is what you want at a time like this, right? Yeah. The more cash that you can keep and create, the more of a powerful position you'll be in. And, and I think you can apply the same thing to team. Like I'm seeing a lot of people just lose their minds and lay off half their staff at once. Like, give me a break, man. Like what is going on? I think that there's a lot of people who think that they've got this like corner on the market and the projection. But one of our things is like, dude, we're going to look at obviously the, the areas that we can tighten up and improve in terms of expenses. But I think that all, we're, a, we're eight days into this. And I think that it's easy to misconstrue the crazy things people are doing as wisdom when it's actually fear. And it's not wisdom. And you guys, I think people need to just slow down, pay attention to what's real, what's actually happening, and uh, not make any drastic, crazy moves right now because nobody knows. Nobody knows what's yep. going to happen. So. Yep. So what questions? was the what was what was the actual thing that were you gonna say? Hmm? What were what we do with team? Yeah, I think you like one of well, I mean, one of the things we're looking at is like you know instead of laying people off, man, like if we have to, which right now <laughs> TF isn't slowing down, so we might not might not have to do anything. Uh, TF is higher this week than last week, and by all projections that we have right now sales mentor looks like it's going to continue as well wealth cap the rules are changing but we're still seeing good opportunities but you know if you do run a staff man how can you go in and how can you say look i don't want to necessarily lay you off how can we how can i negotiate you know a 60-day reduction in what i pay you because right now there's two million people that are supposedly filed for unemployment last week goldman sachs thinks it's going to potentially hit 30 percent and people think shutting down the economy is a good way to save lives well it's actually we're, we're lives are being lost either way and we have to triangulate how many are lost one way versus how many are lost the other way but sitting down and talking with your team and just saying hey here let's do some war planning war game yep. do some contingency planning if this gets worse and worse and worse and worse you know are you are, you know just letting you know we, we might potentially negotiate a, a reduction in salary so i don't have to lay you off different things like that being honest with your team i don't think that it's going to be necessary to you know, pull a GC and just fire 50 people, whether that was hard for him or not. Um, I Grant mean, Cardone. Grant Cardone. Yeah. Like I'm not going to go into his psychology and uh, you know, that's a, that's a rabbit hole, but I don't think you have to do that. I don't think yeah. that it's, it's, it's necessary. Boom. You want to hear some questions? Yeah. Just uh, one thing is, really crucial for you guys is make sure that you're focusing on cash production. Yes. Generating cash, generating cash. That should be your focus. And what is typical in a recession, I've got all kinds of books on recessions that I've read and studied and they're, they're all in his bookshelf that he just has for show when clients come in. Like, have you read this? No. Have you read this? No. Big, big, big books, dude. He's like 500 well, page books. So you have to fake it until you make it. That's what <laughs> I was taught. Um, 
Anyways, I was going to make the probably the most brilliant point that's ever been made on this podcast. You've read a lot of books on recessions. I still, I just don't remember what I was going to say. God, dude. I'm you sorry. You just had to joke. I'm sorry. Okay. You had to joke. Uh, I had a number of clients quit this past week out of fear as enterprise clients are having lots of cuts. Do you have any thoughts? Um, enterprise well, clients. Lots okay. of cutbacks. So, but there's not a question, is there? Do you, I'll, I'll answer with thoughts. I think that the number one insurance policy against client, clients leaving is what? What do you think, Chris? Getting more clients. Yeah, having new acquisition stuff dialed in. People get comfy and they... Uh, ah, I remember what I was going to say. Oh, let's go. Bring it back, baby. In a good economy, dude, people get comfortable and companies get bloated. And so it's just natural where you're going to see the bottom 10%, maybe 20%, maybe even uh, more than that, um, yeah. get cut. So again, there's going to be the opportunity for the top. And that's why it's important for you guys to stay locked in on your mindset and your focus. Yeah, don't get uh, – here's here's a little breadcrumb. Don't get comfy-fey. Uh, nobody else knows what that <laughs> means. All right, here we go. Um, Chelsea, here's my genuine thoughts, though. Ramp up your energy into production get get acquisition systems built start putting energy into them because there's there's people just it's not just money that you want to put in ads it's energy you want to put into the system so i mean you're going to lose clients especially right now people are very afraid a lot of those clients might come back but you got to be able to acquire new ones or else you'll operate out of fear of losing old ones hey here's the thing too you need to understand that it is completely natural for um for people to pivot in every area like if you look in the past you look at recessions you even look at what's going on right now you have to look at the need you have to look at the demand and where you can be the supply so sit down with coffee with your notebook and look at i mean for example just a practical example a real life example look at eli or uh elon elon musk of eli wild on my mind look at elon Elon Musk, right? He's taken his factory, he's got resources, and he's making machines and whatever the heck else he's creating because there's such a huge need. Right? You look back in wartime where factories who produce cars, they produce machines and tanks and stuff for the military, right? So look at for you, what are the things that you offer to the marketplace and where can you pivot? Right? Maybe you're aimed this way right now, with your current enterprise market, how can you shift, right? And just be agile. What else? I agree with everything that you're, uh, everything that you're saying right now, Chris. I just want to validate you and honor you. I want to honor you. Uh, what, what do you suggest? This is from Dan. What do you suggest for the simplest route with the least moving parts to attract investors right now? Investors for um, what? I don't know. But I'll say, I will say that, um, so 2008 was a debt recession. It was caused by the well-to-do and the people at the top. It caused a massive shutdown of lending. Circulation all but stopped. This recession will not be the same. So let's, tie, let's do prediction tea time with Taylor if we can. So just pull your chair up, grab a bit of tea or coffee, and uh, 
let's go. Let's get confefe. Let's talk about predictions. All right. I think that this recession will probably be worse than 2008, but I don't think it will be as long because of the nature and the causation of the pullback. So this could age well, it could age poorly. So we could get to December and everybody's like, Taylor, you're an idiot. Or we could get to December. And what usually happens, people are like, man, how did you guys know? Okay, so just take this with a grain of salt. But this is trickle down. This is not necessarily a trickle down recession. This is a trickle up recession. It's completely opposite from 2008, where people at the top made bad decisions, trickled down. This is taking out a lot of the middle lower class and is trickling up. And I think that it's going to be pretty devastating for a lot of people who have high unemployment. But I think by Q4, we're ramping out of this. It's going to be very short. It's going to be devastating, but short. And so when, it talk, when you talk about investors, investors need somewhere safe right now. Mm-hmm. And they feel like cash is safe. But here's the problem. Cash is about to inflate at a rate that we haven't seen in 25 years. There's yep. more money that's going to hit. I mean, we've been historically low on inflation. Now we're about to be historically high. Cash is not safe. I, don't, I wouldn't buy gold right now because it's impractical. Um, don't, buying bonds right now is stupid, like literally mm-hmm. stupid because nobody's going to want to buy those from you. Getting into the stock market right now, yeah, whatever you want to do, do it. But uh, we haven't lost yet. We've, we haven't lost one time. And so our philosophy is very safe. And I think you want to communicate with investors that, you know, you got, you got to have the right, you got to place the right bets. And I posted yesterday about ensemble risk, and maybe we can talk about that later, but I think you just need to give more content to your investors. That's the best way to attract them. Any thoughts on that before we go to the next question? Um, yeah, I think you need just need to demonstrate authority and confidence and even proof of why you are a good investment history. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, you know, there's also just a, a, a thought on the economy and stuff. Uh, there's there's going to be a major shift uh, in transference of money. Uh, you're seeing the hospitality industry absolutely destroyed, but you know it's it's causing other industries, I think, to be created and then a shift. I mean, you look at delivery services for one example. Um, you know, there's going to be growth there. <laughs> Grocery stores, obviously. Right. So uh, it is completely different from 08 where we were maxed out the mortgage crisis. I mean, there's people who had uh, houses they, they shouldn't have had. Um, so I, I do tend to agree with you in your thoughts that it'll be shorter. And I think there's there's still a lot of people that have money. You know, there's a, there was a, a comment about um, car dealerships in for what was it selling to affluent people. I literally just bought a car this weekend. And so what you need to communicate is now is an amazing time to buy, especially in the car industry, especially to affluent and wealthy people. And the message for our clients right now, like you just went live in elite is I don't think everything needs to change right now. Don't whiplash and change everything at the same time. Practice diligence practice a little bit of steadfastness. Let's whip out the gospel right now and do an altar call. The principles that work in good times typically work in bad times too. So if you're experiencing massive, massive fallout, you probably didn't have a good uh, good strategy in good times. Uh, Somebody says, it's not that I wasn't prepared, 
my clients own gyms and were told to close overnight. The industry was shut down. Let's practice a little bit of personal responsibility, even in the midst of chaos. Let's practice a little bit of self-awareness, even in the midst of chaos. Uh, you can't be prepared for every single thing, but categorically, you can be. You can be mm -hmm. mitigated categorically for everything. So we have a lot of clients. I talked to uh, Andrew yesterday. He helps gyms, and we built a new offer for him to pivot just a little bit to help people. There's a lot of people who train PTs, gym owners who are not suffering setbacks. So a little bit of self-introspection will go a long way for you. I'm not being crass. I'm just telling you the truth. Um, next question. Ready? Yep. You sure? Yep. Hey, I work with a ton of coaches. If you were, or you work with a ton of coaches, if you were a videographer trying to help coaches increase their level of branding, what would you offer? Um, well, I actually have a, a very good friend who is a videographer and his business is up. So they're not doing anything different. Um, I think the thing that people have to realize is some of the things that are changing is attention is going up because people are being taken out, right? People like people would be taken dying? out of, of business, not life. Okay. No. Um, yeah. No, it's the stuff that we've talked about for years. Yeah. So the cost of attention is going down. Cost of attention is going down. There supply is more and attention, supply yes. and demand. So it's being more present in um, being in front of the people who you have their attention or you can't have their attention. So here's a, here's the issue that I think people are facing is because they're, they're not focused, they're not locked in, they don't have their goals. Um, they're listening to the media versus just head down, uh, driving forward. Um, they're being convinced and persuaded by what the media is saying, where there are still people out there who are buying there's a lot of attention right now. It's inexpensive. So you need to be the one who is demonstrating leadership and authority and just pushing forward. So a lot of people have the tendency, I think, oh, man, I, need, I need to go pivot. I need to go change offers. I need to no. Like you need to talk more. You need to make more offers that you currently have and yep. leverage and take advantage of the attention that's available at the price that it's available. And you need to be calm. Like you can't make any decisions if you're panicked and frenzied. Like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily what would you offer. That's that's a decent question. But it's what would you say? What content would you put out? Because for us, you know, this is this is the phrase for traffic and funnels: beacon of hope. Beacon of hope. Because you got CNN, you got all these stupid, stupid, stupid journalists who can't count past ten who are reporting on things that like we need entrepreneurs to kind of team up together and really everything trickles out of the way you think, which impacts your optics. It impacts what opportunities you see. So I think for you, you need to be a calming voice. And I'm not saying you lie. You don't change the, the data to fit your narrative. I'm saying you just maintain that presence of mind. You're consistently preaching the right things at the right times and you're helping people have, some sort of hope in the process. Next question. What's the trend slash change for the info product market over the next year into 2021? What's the trend slash change for the info product market 2020-2021? Thoughts? I think the, the best will get better. Um, I think they'll make more money. And I don't necessarily know that there's going to be a major 
shift or change, um, maybe more of a separation. And the people who were just riding an amazing economy are going to be hit with reality. The people who did not heed our wisdom and advice to stack a war chest, be ready, be prepared, operate in a lean manner, um, they're going to be forced to work for the guys who are going to rise up, who are ready, they're, they're prepared. Um, and, you know, I think one thing that, that's going to be interesting is if you start to zoom out, I think there's now more of an awareness of digital. And so what you, you could potentially see is more non-internet marketing yeah. industries and companies starting to adapt it. So I think it'll just be tremendous growth. I agree. I think once we get past Q3 and Q4, because here's another thing. If you study history, so I'm just going to keep kicking this horse in the face. If you study history, you will see that we will likely have one of the greatest rebuilds in the history of the world. I'm not talking America. I'm talking every single economy that has ever existed. Why? Because most of the job loss that has happened in the last 30 years has come from outsourcing overseas labor. What's going to all that labor is coming back. Like right now people are like, man, we don't have enough masks. It's because the masks were made in China. Like, listen, everything has been outsourced and we've seen that that is very dangerous. And now there's a really good plausible reason to bring a lot of jobs back home. Whether you're in Europe, USA, whatever, there is a lot of value in uh, being able to bring production inside. And so I think that once we get past the next two quarters, info products and information business, there's no, nothing's going to slow it down. This is a temporary blip in the road. You just got to maintain the presence of mind. Do you agree with that, Chris? Yeah. You know, one thing that's going to be interesting too is to see how much more companies really look to decentralize. Right. And yeah. we're seeing this with sales mentor is up, man. Um, and people are really interested in the idea of working remote. So I think there'll be a lot more diversity in, in how companies operate um, as well. So, yep. Agreed. Uh, just a reminder, if you got questions you want us to talk about specifically, no boundaries here, just let us know. I'll talk about anything. Chris will talk about anything productive. So you have that caveat. I don't have that caveat. Chris will only talk about it if it's like helpful and beneficial, but I'll follow any rabbit trail <laughs> anywhere. Um, hey, Drew says, what's the best offer to focus on in this market? Go high ticket or low ticket, high volume? You should answer that first. I say freaking high ticket, man. I still say high ticket. Like Chris loves Chris loves economies of scale, which I mean, I, I like economies of scale too, but there's nothing easier. Like right now, let's talk about title companies. We have real estate. We have holdings all over the country. We have a whole team that does real estate. People don't know this, but a good portion of our income comes from investing now. And we, we have to work with title companies. Well, the problem is a lot of title companies are government, uh, they're, they're government involved. So they're slowing down and shutting down. You can either be the person that retreats and you're like, man, I'm going to try to like change everything because of the status quo. Or you can say, no, I'm going to go find I'm going to go find the people that fit what my goals are for my business. And I'm going to build on that. So I say high ticket is still plausible, doable, workable, et cetera. Go for it. Yeah. I'd, I'd say for sure, if you're a solo um, or a smaller company, there's so many qualifiers I'd, I'd have there, you know, I'd have to figure out to give an educated, but just top level, 
definitely high ticket. Yeah, agreed. This says live video is interrupted. Can you guys still hear this? Okay. Christina Sarek said, dude, you're clueless. I don't know who she's talking about. Dude, you're clueless. What does that mean, Christina? Guess she's talking to me. I don't know, man. Are you? She's probably talking to both of us, dude. She's a fear monger. (laughs) She's a fear monger. We got a fear monger. Um, all right. Just want to make sure you guys can see and hear okay on this feed. Let's hit a couple more questions, then we'll keep rolling. Okay. Hey, this is a good one. What kind of advice would you give to small day spa owners? In our case, social distancing is important, so I was forced to close my health and wellness spa. How can I bounce back from this? Okay. You want to hit that one? Um. Well, what I'm doing personally is I'm getting in-home service from a massage therapist. So um, if if someone doesn't feel comfortable with that, um, then I would maybe look at pre-selling at a discount. Because yep. again, people are going to be looking for deals. And what you want to do is you want to look at how you can collect cash. Right. And that could be a great way for you to do it. Um, whether it's 25% off if you book a future appointment um, or offering other services with it. It's great. Great feedback. And Chris, is seri- Chris is serious. He is actually doing that. Um, no, I would agree. I would say the same thing. Here's another one speeding up a little bit because we got to hop on that WealthCap meeting in like 10 minutes. Um, I have seen how many people are getting offended because we are selling in the middle of a crisis. What do you think about that? Is it real and ethical? Is it happening to you? Here's the thing you have to understand is that most people in the world, if you gave them a seventh grade economics test, they would, they would fail. They would, they would not be able to answer any of the questions successfully. Um, you sit and you watch press conferences and these reporters are trying to figure out how money is made and where money is kept. They don't understand any of it. And if you leave it to them, they'd probably set all of the paper money on fire so that they could save their you know, electric bill. They just don't understand how the world works. So what is the only hope for a down economy? The only hope is velocity. Velocity means money has to, ex- it has to change hands. It has to change hands faster. They're the, the number one thing, and I was going to say this earlier, somebody was saying, you know, my clients are canceling because of fear. You want to make sure that you're not doing that. You're not projecting some type of fear-based, et cetera, onto the market. And therefore, yep. there's the law of the mirror coming in and your clients are doing to you what you're doing to other people. I would say the same thing is true here. Make sure that you don't feel weird about it. You don't feel unethical about it. You've got to understand how the world works. And there's this narrative that sits on top of how the world actually works. And it's run by largely poor people not saying that that is in any way shape or form indicative of their value as humans their value as a human life it's their contribution to society that i'm attacking and you cannot set your standards based on what those people and that narrative says about you so you don't want to project that onto other people or people will just sense it and they'll regurgitate that energy back do you agree with that yeah and i'd say it's just it's illogical 
It really is all logical. And where that's coming from is people's emotions, uh, because money exchanging hands is what makes the world go round. And um, if we really want to talk about um, issues, uh, you know, there's so many other issues that we can get into uh, that I probably shouldn't. But uh, there's a lot of other people who are dying um, at, at way faster rates than coronavirus. And why, why are people not up in arms about those things? Do you know what $2 trillion would do for people who don't have clean water? Yeah, it would save millions of lives. <laughs> it would eradicate the problem. So I think the tough, the difficult part of this is making sure that we maintain a, a strong stance on protecting human life without the constant chronic injection of politics. Um, at the end of the day, that's why you know you may not be from America, but that's why America is in large part divided because of how people just inject that. Um, I don't see any other questions. Any last words from you before I make one final announcement and we wrap up? Yeah, uh, separate yourself from the negative. Um, keep yourself healthy, and that starts with your mind. You have to make sure that you are healthy, especially if you have family. Um, yeah. You know, I have four kids and they're cooped up in the house right now. I mean, they're already homeschooled, but which house? Having... Which house, bro? You wow. entitled white man? Wow. Uh, just the primary, the manner. Um, so, uh, you know, if I wasn't healthy, it could be bad for them. But I'm able, as they're going through and walking through this and they're hearing from other friends and stuff, um, I'm able to just be calm for them. So it's important for you to remain calm, remain steady, and focus on the goal. Um, and that's bringing, I'd say, aside from being healthy, is bringing value to the world and keeping the money flow going. Yes. All right. Quick announcement, and this is going to help you a lot. The next issue of Insiders Access is about thriving in turndowns, pullbacks, and recessions. Uh, like Chris said earlier, we have studied this for a long time. My, my house right now that we live in costs me about $100 a month. How? How is that possible? Well, you got to understand financial intelligence. You have to understand velocity. You have to understand how to restructure your debt. The structure of your debt's important. We're going to talk about how can businesses reorganize the structure of their expenses, their debt load, how they can do some creative cash financial engineering for their business. How do you thrive through a recession? We're going to talk all about it. Um, and the good news is we're going to give you this next issue for free. So uh, the Ooh. link for that is trafficandfunnels.com slash recession. It should be live in the next 10 minutes or so. And if you're not subscribed already, you should definitely go to that in the next few minutes and get that. We'll be emailing about it. It'll be amazing. Hop on that list. Anything else? Daddy Chris. Nope. All right. See you, everybody. Bye. See ya. Thanks for listening. For more from Chris and Taylor, visit trafficandfunnels.com and get a free gift just for being a subscriber. That's trafficandfunnels.com. I believe the number one determining factor over having a life of growth and surplus, abundance and momentum is actually the way that you think every single day for three to four minutes. Let me start your day by teaching you how world-class producers, the sharpest, brightest, highest income, most influential people in the world think 
and they think about their money, their lives, their influence, problems, setbacks, and everything in between. This is a fascinating daily podcast, and it's going to be really, really quick. And it's really, you think about it like a vitamin or a supplement for you to take every single morning. Look, everybody takes supplements and vitamins for their for their physical health, but even more importantly is your mental health and your mental toughness and the way you think about moving forward. It's dailymindmedicine.com is the URL. It's absolutely free. Go subscribe, dailymindmedicine.com. I'll see you over there.